Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. If you want to be sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe with your favorite podcast software. You can subscribe with Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, or the Amazon Music app at amazon.com slash otrdetectives. And our Famous Investigator t-shirts are available over at famous.greatdetectives.net. Be sure to order yours by November 29th to get them by Christmas. Check out all the styles and sizes and colors available over at famous.greatdetectives.net. But now it's time for this week's episode of Dangerous Assignment. The original air date, March the 22nd of 1951, and the title is... Administer Little Watt Pill Antidote. Wheaties presents Dangerous Assignment. On stage tonight from Hollywood, Dangerous Assignment, another in the Wheaties' big parade of exciting half-hour presentations. Dangerous Assignment. Starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Yeah, danger is my assignment. I get sent to a lot of places I can't even pronounce. They all spell the same thing, though. Trouble. When I walk into the commissioner's office, I don't realize that this assignment's going to involve my trying to poke a hole in the Iron Curtain with just one weapon, a little white pill. Morning, Commissioner. Steve, Bill Sorensen was arrested in the Balkans the other day. Bill Sorensen? He and I used to be roommates at the Naval Academy. I know. That's why you're elected. Elected to what? Sorensen was arrested on charges of espionage. His trial started today. He's confessed to a lot of things, among them being a member of naval intelligence. What? Now, look, if Sorensen were a member of naval intelligence, that's the last thing in the world he'd ever admit, Commissioner. I know. Now, Steve, we think Sorensen's under the influence of a certain drug. We think it's a new one that makes you say anything you've been told to say. Now, if we're right, if that's the drug that's being used, here's the antidote. This little white pill. Sounds like a lot of ifs, Commissioner. I know, but that's all you've got to work on, Steve. All I... Hey, now, wait a minute. You're not trying to tell me I'm supposed to go over to the Balkans and give Sorensen this pill, are you? Yes, he's being held in a jail in the city of Zava. Hmm. <laughs> Look, isn't there anyone who can help me? Yes. Here's a torn page out of a book, Steve. Take it to the Benesh bookshop in Zava. You'll find help there. Now, Steve, get over there. Administer the antidote to Sorensen, and then get him and yourself out of there if possible. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment. Good luck. Dangerous Assignment will continue in just a moment. But first, a word from Frank Martin, the Wheaties man. Say, speaking of Wheaties, breakfast of champions... 
If you've got a small baseball player around your house, the kind who comes in from the corner lot barely in time for supper, we've got a message for him. It's from Jackie Robinson, pride of the Brooklyn Dodgers, and a Wheaties fan. My advice on training, Jackie Robinson says, is to start young, get lots of Wheaties, nourishing, swell eating. And you bet they are. Wheaties, nourishing. Vitamins, minerals, food energy. You can't beat whole wheat for nourishment. And you can't beat Wheaties for whole wheat. For kids, for grown-ups. There you are. Whole wheat flakes with milk and fruit. This champion recommends them. If you've got a growing-up champion on hand, dish them out and have some yourself, huh? Wheaties, breakfast of champions. Now, here is Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy in the role of Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. Yeah, this is a job I'm going to love. I can see that already. Steve Mitchell... Armed with a book page and a pill, saves the day. But the only thing that's worrying me is who's going to save Steve Mitchell. It's Tuesday when I get to the Benish bookshop in Zarva. I flash the torn book page to Benish, and he leads me into the back room. Here you are, Mitchell, the floor plan of the prison. Study it carefully. <laughs> hey, brother, this makes Alcatraz look like a country club. Now, here is the cell on the third floor where Sorensen is imprisoned. On the floor... Directly below is the courtroom where his trial is being held. Yeah, and here's the nearest outside door on the ground floor below the courtroom. Yes, at five o'clock this afternoon, there will be a truck outside the door, but it can only stay there for three minutes. The trial will continue all afternoon. If you and Sorensen can get to that door around five, you can make your escape in that truck. Well, you told me how to get out of the place, but you've omitted a couple of small details, like how am I going to get into the place and... How am I going to slip this pill to Sorensen? How you give him the pill will have to be up to you, Mitchell. But this camera and these forged identification papers identify you as an employee of World Photos, and you will be given admittance to the trial. I see. Uh, look, have you any idea what Sorensen found out that they didn't want him to know? I do not know. But you had better get over to the prison, Mitchell. You have no time to lose. Remember, the truck will be waiting outside the gate at five this afternoon. May I have your attention, please? Quiet! Please. Thank you. Allow me to introduce myself to the press. I am Colonel Mitro, commandant of this prison. Now, I have gathered your reporters and photographers together in order to examine your papers. Uh, you, sir, I will start with you. Me? Yes, your papers, please. Oh, well, here they are. Mm. So... Yes, they appear to be in order. One moment while I check my list. Uh, yes, your name is on it. It is your pass which will admit you to the trial. Thank you, Colonel. One moment, please. What's the matter? Matter? <laughs> Nothing is the matter. Hmm? I merely wish to inform you that one of your colleagues is here. My colleagues? Yes, another representative of World Photos. Oh, oh, I see. Well, it's a pretty large outfit, Colonel, and I... Uh, there she uh, is over there. Miss Travnik. Oh, look, don't bother. I... You called me Colonel Mitro? Yes. Here is a colleague of yours, Miss Travnik, Mr. Mitchell. Oh, really? 
You will excuse me now. I must examine the rest of the credentials. Uh, you over there, may I see your face? Your face looks familiar, Mr. Mitchell. I believe we have met before, haven't we? I uh, don't know, have we? Perhaps in Vienna last year. Um, yeah, yeah, perhaps. How long have you been working for World Photo? Oh, not very long. How about you? Five, six years. Strange. We should have run into each other several times, both working for the same company. Well, it's a, sort of a big outfit, you know. Yes, but even so... All your papers are in order, ladies and gentlemen. And now, if you will follow me, I would like to conduct you on a brief tour of our prison. We want all of you people to see what a model prison this is. How every comfort is provided for each prisoner. In our spotless kitchen down there at the end of the hall are prepared tasty and nourishing meals which... Uh, <laughs> here, you will be able to see and judge for yourselves. Krupal. Uh, yes, Colonel? Krupal, show the people the fine food you are carrying on that tray. Uh, yes, Colonel. There. As you see, ladies and gentlemen, it is quite a tasty lunch. Uh, to which prisoner are you taking this tray, Krupa? Uh, to the self-confessed spy and enemy of... Uh, the enemy of... Uh, enemy of the people, Krupa. Enemy of the people, Colonel. Yes. You see? <laughs> we show mercy even to confessed spies like this Sorensen. You may go now, Krupa. Hey, thank you, Colonel. And now we will resume our tour. On the right, you see the administration offices, notice how clean and efficient. Hey, Krupar. Yes? Uh, would you like to have your picture taken? My picture? Oh, but of course, that would be nice. Sure. Servant of the people carries food to enemy of the people. Here. Now, just hold it a second like that. Yeah. There. Oh, <laughs> now, thank wait, you, wait, wait a minute. I want a, one of you without the tray. Here, I'll take it. Huh? That sure looks like a good lunch, stew, hot tea. I'll just set the tray on the floor. I have a... Oh, oh please be careful. Oh, that's okay. I just spilled a little tea into the saucer. I'll pour it back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope it is all right. The colonel would be furious if anything happened to that specially prepared lunch. Specially I... prepared? Why, I thought these were the kind of meals you served all the time, even to the enemies of the people, Krupak. Why, why, yeah, yes, of course, I forgot. Mr. Mitchell. Huh? Oh, Colonel Mitro. Mr. Mitchell, may I inquire what you are doing? Why, just snapping some pictures of Krupar here. Uh, no harm was intended, Colonel. It is the firm policy of this prison that all members of the press will stay together under my supervision. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry, Colonel. Well, let's resume the grand tour. <laughs> We finish the tour, then go into the courtroom to wait for the trial. I'm sweating it out, wondering if Sorensen has drunk the tea I'd slipped the pill into, and if so, how long before the antidote will take effect. Then a husky guard leads Sorensen into the courtroom. They sit him down about six feet from me. I have to keep my camera covering part of my face because if Sorensen is still under the effect of the drug and spots me, he'll probably spill all about me. A gent with a face like a vulture starts hammering questions at Sorensen. And his answer sounds like he's reading them out of a book. Is that not true? Uh, yes. Now, Mr. Sorensen, it is also true that you own a marine construction company? Yes, it is true. 
Now, this company undertakes the construction of various piers and also repairs boats. Yes. But actually, this company is but a front for your espionage activities directed by you. Yes, that is true. Now, uh, tell the court the exact nature of your espionage activities. I spied on ship movements at the waterfront. Mm -hmm. I also kept records of... I, uh, troop movements. I, Go on. I, I spied. Go I, on. No. Wait a minute. I. What am I saying? I. No, th that's not. That's not true. I. I've never done any spying. Prisoner will confine him. Well, I'm not a spy. The question. I run a legitimate business. I've never engaged in this. Other. Other. Take your hands off. Take the prisoner. I tell you, I'm not a The courtroom's in an uproar. The guards yank Sorensen out of his seat. And just then our eyes meet. Sorensen droops one eyelid for a second and then turns to go. The antidote has worked. He's okay now, and now is my chance. I shoulder my way through the crowd into the hall. A lot of people are milling around. I get to Sorensen and the guard just as they reach the elevator. What do you want? Step back. Sorry, Buster. <coughs> Come on, Sorensen. Let's get to the elevator fast. Okay, Steve. Oh, brother, am I glad to see you. What happened? They had your drug bill. I slipped an antidote into the tea they brought you. Look, our only chance is to get to the ground floor and out to the truck at the gate before they sound the alarm. Here we are. Good. The hall's deserted. They're probably still milling around upstairs. Come on. That door down at the end of the hall, Steve. Does that lead outside? Yeah. There should be a truck waiting there for us. Here we are. Oh, great. It's locked. What? Yeah. And it was supposed to be open. Steve. That's... Somebody's unlocking the door from the outside. Yeah, brother, we better get lost. Ah, here they are. My guard, another one with him. Come on. Soldier, yes, both of you. We will not hesitate to shoot. So, you would escape, huh? But the little plan did not work. And now you will have a cellmate, Mr. Sorensen. Wheaties now. Are you with them? All over this big, wide country, people are going to be shaking the Wheaties into the cereal bowls tomorrow morning. All over the country. In big houses, little houses, penthouses, ranch houses. Because all different kinds of people, no matter what they do, know that a good breakfast can help them do it better. If you're going to do the ironing tomorrow, or if you've got a tough day ahead, do it better all morning with the help of Wheaties for breakfast. Yep, first you need your Wheaties. Farmers can farm better, drillers can drill better, plumbers can plumb better with a better breakfast. You start with these likable little flakes of whole wheat, and you work better all morning long. Crisp, and they're crackling with energy. Fresh, and they're bouncing with nourishment. Just pour the Wheaties into the bowl, sugar them, cream them, strawberry them if you want to. See if you don't feel the difference. Tomorrow, start with Wheaties and work happy. <laughs> Now, back to Dangerous Assignment and Steve Mitchell. We have done well, Varys. We have captured not only Sorensen, but the man who was helping him escape. The colonel will be pleased with us. Run, tell him at once. I will hold my gun on these two while you're gone. Very well. Well, thanks for the try anyway, Steve. 
That's okay. I'm sorry it didn't work out. But it will, Mitchell. Huh? Go quickly. Hey, what do you mean? Hey, wait a minute. Don't tell me you're the boy that they told me would help me inside the prison. Yes, when you grabbed Sorensen from me at the elevator. I was not expecting you would hit me so hard. What? That is why it took me so long to get down here and open the door for you. Oh, brother, now I've seen everything. But you must hurry. The truck is waiting for you over there. Yeah, I see it. Okay, guard. Thanks a lot. One moment. Huh? He hit me. Again? I must have some reason for allowing you to escape. Hurry, you have not much time. As soon as they discover you got away, they will set off the alarm. Well, okay. This is a pretty poor way to show my appreciation, but thanks. Anyway, <coughs> come on, Sorson. We spot the truck outside, dive into it, and roar through the prison gates. A siren splits the air, and the gates clang shut behind us. We turn into the highway, and I jam the accelerator down to the floorboard. <laughs> sure give a lot for an automatic pilot in this buggy right now. Steve! I'm okay, just a little broken glass in the face. There. We're out of sight for a little while now, but they'll be coming after us. We've got to ditch this car and take off to the city on foot. Listen. They're coming after us, all right. Hey, wait a minute. Those low-hanging trees on the side of the road. Steve, watch it! Tree trunk ahead! I see it. You know, Steve, I thought we used to get into scrapes when we were plebes at the Naval Academy, but they didn't hold a candle to this. Yeah? Well, midshipman, you better come up with an operation plan right now as to where we're heading. You got any ideas? Yeah, my fiancé's brother. He's a black market operator, has a hideout in town. Well, lead the way. Steve, I've stumbled onto something hot. There's a Navy task force cruising in the eastern Mediterranean heading this way. You mean one of ours? That's right, and sometime tonight they're going to run into some mines. What? How do you know? Well, the other day I spotted a fishing boat down at the waterfront. It looked phony to me, so I did a little snooping. It was a mine layer. I got close enough to pick up a little of their conversation. Their plan was to lay a few mines in the path of the task force. Afterward, they could always claim they were floating mines from the last one. Oh, great. Look, have you any idea where they laid the mines? Well, from what I picked up, I think I could locate them on a chart, but somehow we've got to get word of that task force, Steve. Mm. Yeah, that isn't going to be easy. Here we are, Steve. Who is there? Sorensen. Sorensen. Quick, come inside. Okay, come on, Steve. Travnik, this is Steve Mitchell. He arranged my escape. But where is Eva? Eva, what do you mean? Well, I, I thought she would be with you. Why? Well, she said she had worked out escape plan for you. What? She, she went to the jail posing as photographer. She had little red truck with Wait her. Wait a minute. Eva Travnik. Yes, yes, my, my sister. Uh, Sorensen's fiance. Holy smoke, that's the girl I met in the prison. She was posing as another representative of world photos. She was what? Yes, yes. She had little red truck and she was going to try and arrange an escape. Steve, I'm going back there. They'll hold her as your accomplice. No, you're not. Eva's in trouble. I tell you, I'm going back. Don't be a fool. Get out of my way, Steve. Look, if anyone goes back there, it's going to be me. Well, you, but you can't. Look, have... you've got to plot the position of those mines on a chart and get word out somehow. I'll see what I can do about Eva. But how can we get word out? They've probably got the telephone switchboard tapped. Yeah, and they probably got the depot covered, too. Wait a minute. Hey, why didn't I think of it? Travnik's plane. Why? Like I told you, Travnik here's a black market operator. He does a lot of flitting around undercover. 
He's got a little plane stashed out at a cow pasture just outside of town. Yes, you see, Mitchell, I do not approve of the government in power here, so unknown to them, I make them pay me for the privilege of remaining in power. Well, if we could get out of here by plane, we might be able to contact the task force by radio. Travnik, I guess it's up to you. Look, you say you like to make the government pay you. Well, this would cost them plenty, but I'm afraid there wouldn't be any dough in it for you. That's what bothers me. But... uh... Men once told me there were other things in life besides money. Perhaps this will give me a chance to find out if he was right. Very well. I will try to get you out. Good. Write down the location of the cow pasture where you've got the plane. Sorensen, get out a chart and plot the position of those mines. You're going to go after Eva? I'm going to try. You two, get out to the plane and get it warmed up. And if I'm not there in one hour, well, don't wait for me. I take back streets and cut across fields. Twenty minutes later, I get to the road outside the prison. They've set up a searchlight and a roadblock. And there are a long line of parked cars and trucks. The guards are checking them one at a time. I spot Eva's red truck, the third one back from the roadblock. I've got to act fast. Then I see a lieutenant in a heavy overcoat standing on my side of the road. I ease over. Oh, lieutenant. Who are you? One of the reporters covering the trial, Lieutenant, there's a body over here. A body? Where? Show me. It's uh, in the bushes. But I don't see any body. What is it? Right here, Lieutenant. It's going to be yours. I slip on the Lieutenant's coat and cap. Then I run over to Eva's truck and jump onto the running board. What do you... Wait. It's Steve Mitchell. Yeah. Pull out a line and head for the roadblock. But they will stop us. Maybe not if they don't get a good look at me. Come on. All right. Keep going slowly. Straight ahead. Oh! All cars and trucks are to be checked. Colonel Mitro's orders. Oh, forgive me, Lieutenant. Proceed. Speed up. You know how to get to that cow pasture where your brother keeps his plane? Yes, Steve. Okay, head for it and don't spare the horses. They've moved it out of the barn. Come on, hurry. Eva! Eva, you okay? Yes, Bill. Get in, get in. Get Call the to Okay. All set? Yeah. Yeah, let her go. Hey, look ahead of us. On the field. Police cars, they must have followed you here. Oh, great. Four of them blocking the runway and a grove of trees behind us. That's it, brother. We're through. Here's why it's Wheaties, breakfast of champions. What are you doing tomorrow? Going to the factory? Getting to the shop early? Or just taking it easy with three kids in the house to clean? If you've got things to do tomorrow, start tomorrow with Wheaties, breakfast of champions. They're whole wheat flakes, and they give you whole wheat energy. Vitamins, minerals, proteins, too. All the good, work-speeding nourishment that whole wheat has to offer, you get in Wheaties. That's why with milk and fruit... They help make a better breakfast that helps you do a better job. So look, tomorrow, next day, as soon as you can, get Wheaties onto the breakfast table. Be good to yourself. Have a bowl of Wheaties and feel the difference in the morning's work. Now, here is the conclusion of Dangerous Assignment. (laughs) 
Steve, what are we going to do? We can't take off. And who says we can? But those police cars are blocking the runway ahead. <laughs> so we will just go the other way, that's all. Full engine? Left, brother. Hey, what the... Hey, you're turning the plane around. Certainly. Now we taxi. Hey, you're heading right for those trees. Watch out. Oop, brakes. Uh, and right, brother. So... There's a clearing in the trees. Well, certainly. In my business, one must prepare for such emergencies. Now, left, rather. Hey. Well, what do you know? Another cow pasture on the other side of the grove. <laughs> this one I call my emergency runway. <laughs> well, I got to hand it to you, Travnik, but we're not off the ground yet. Uh, hold on. It's going to be bumpy checkoff. Steve. Steve, look back there. Gun flashes, they're shooting at us. Get down, Eva, Bill. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, the hole in the wing cuts down wind resistance, I suppose. Yeah, we're liable to collect more than the hole in the wing if you don't get this baby airborne soon. Eh? No sooner spoke than ditch. You better head for the coast, Travnik. Yes, yes, I agree. The sea air will be welcome change right now. Steve, I plotted the location of those mines, but how are we going to get in touch with that task force? Hand me that microphone, Travnik. Yes, sir. Here you are. Steve, what frequency are you going to try? That was, I was trying to remember. There's a, a an aircraft voice circuit that they always guard. 4-1-something. That's right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's 4 one um... Uh, four one four five kilocycles. Yeah, yeah, I'll tune to it. How are you going to call them? We address them as U.S. Navy Task Force. They'll think it's a trick. I know. We don't have any idea what code name they're using. Uh, wait a minute. Huh? We'll tie it in with the Naval Academy somehow. What do you mean? Well, the name of a building or... Yeah, that's it. Look, Bill, you and I room together as plebes in Bancroft Hall. Maybe that'll work. I'll give it a try. Plebe to Bancroft Hall... Leave the Bancroft Hall. Over. I hope they're within range so they can receive us. I'll try it again. Leave the Bancroft Hall. Leave the Bancroft Hall. Over. Bancroft Hall, please. Hey! Bancroft Hall, please. Identify yourself. Over. Steve, they picked us up. Yeah. Leave the Bancroft Hall. If you've got a Navy register aboard, look up Steve Mitchell, class of 1935. But first, take this message. Mines. Floating mines at latitude 37 degrees, 33 minutes north, longitude 18 degrees, 26 minutes east. Repeat and over. Bancroft Hall of Plebe, latitude 37 degrees, 33 minutes north, longitude 18 degrees, 26 minutes east. Emergency turn nine, emergency turn nine. Oh boy. They must have been right on top of those mines, Bill. Yeah. I heard someone give an emergency turn signal. Oh, brother, that's too close. You know the frequency of the Zarva radio station, Travnik? Oh, certainly, but they have lousy programs, Mitch. Well, turn her around a bit and see if you can pick up a newscast. I'd like to see how we're doing. Oh, all right. You know, I'd sure hate to go through a routine like this every day. You can say that again. But we are safe now, and that is all that matters. Wait, 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 wait. Here is Zarva radio station. Good evening, friends and comrades. This is Colonel Mitro speaking. Well, our old friend. I have been asked by the radio station to make a statement 
concerning the brazen and treacherous jailbreak this afternoon. Rest assured, the fugitives will be apprehended shortly. Don't hold your breath, Colonel. And I am happy to announce that the ringleader of the plot has been executed. A prison guard who turned traitor to the people. Steve! Turn it off, Travnik. That was our friend. Yeah. He was trying to help. And now he is dead. Yeah. And we think we went through a lot. Well, I hope he knows we got away. He must know. Yeah, well, one thing I know. As long as there are guys like him, that iron curtain's going to have a few holes in it. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, is written by Bob Reif, with music by Basil Adlam, and is produced and directed by Bill Carn. Join us again next Wednesday when Brian Donlevy, as Steve Mitchell, embarks on another dangerous assignment. And this is the Wheaties man, Frank Martin, inviting you to listen next Monday night to Frank Lovejoy and Nightbeat on the Wheaties Big Parade. See you then. Going to bake a pie sometime soon? Make it with Crust Quick, the Betty Crocker pie crust mix. You know it's a tender, flaky crust that's at the bottom of every delicious pie. Sure as you use Crust Quick, and so easy. Just add water to Crust Quick. Mmm, and what pie crust? Tender crust, tasty crust, rich, short, lovely crust. Just like Betty Crocker makes, and you can make it. Just add water to Crust Quick. Crust Quick, the Betty Crocker pie crust mix. Tomorrow, Perry Como sings at the Supper Club on NBC. Welcome back. I'm okay, just a little broken glass in the face. That was a line in this episode. I know I'm a wimp, but I definitely would not be okay. Also, that is unbelievably unlucky coincidence that the rescued man's girlfriend picked the same news agency to pretend to be from. I wonder how she was planning on getting him out, given that the guard was working with Mitchell and wasn't planning on her. And she didn't have an antidote, so she would have had to drag him out as a bit of a zombie. To me, this almost feels like it was tacked on fill out the story. Somewhat ironic because to me it did feel like this escape was a little bit too easy. And that does undermine them as serious villains. Uh, And particularly when you get to the end and you have the fact that the uh, guard was shot. The punch of that uh, moment is kind of undermined if the audience can't take them seriously. I do think we've heard some better ones with a similar plot. It'd be interesting to compare them because I think like The Silent Man and The Man Called X did this sort of story better. 
Though we did learn that Steve has a naval background, which I don't think had been mentioned before the Navy Academy. I could be wrong. That's the first time I recall hearing it. And that would also make sense of the TV episode where he's tasked with going undercover as a fictitious sea captain because he would be able to pull that off. Now it's time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Sarah, Patreon supporter since March of 2017, currently supporting us at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, Sarah. And that will do it for today. A reminder, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so with your favorite podcast software, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcast, Good Pods, or the Amazon Music app at amazon.com slash otrdetectives. And uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever you download it from. We'll be back next Wednesday with another dangerous assignment, but listen tomorrow for Philo Vance where... All right, everybody. Show's over. We'll let you know when we want you. This way, D.A. Right in here. Right here. Now, the body was found right next to his desk. He'd been stabbed, so there was no noise, no nothing. A fellow named Worth found the body. He works here. He was in line for the big guy's job. Found out quite a bit in so short a time, Sergeant Heath. Hmm. I bet your friend Vance couldn't have found out any more. Look, D.A., here's the whole setup. This dead guy, John Meeker, he owned the company. Now, practically while he was getting killed, his wife was on the way here from the reception room. She came in while this guy Worth was bending over the body. Worth denies he killed Meeker, of course. Who knows what he denies? He beat it right away. Wife told us all this. It seems to me the first thing to do is pick up Worth, and that might be difficult. I've got a call out for him now. Come on in. Now, what do you want? I thought perhaps you might want to talk to me. I am... Nobody cares who you are. Go on back with the others. We'll get to you. But I'm the... I don't care who you are, I said. Go on back. Very well. Just a moment. Uh, who are you? My name is Worth. David Worth. Okay, so it's Worth. Beat it until... Worth! You're Worth? Yes, I found Mr. Meeker's body. <laughs> Come in and sit down, Mr. Worth, please. I'm District Attorney Markham, and I want to talk to you. First, I want to make a phone call. Who are you calling, D.A.? Hello, Vance. You can call him if you like, Mr. Markham. But I think I ought to tell you this... I just came from seeing Vance. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.